Hey, it's Brian K. Vaughn, and you're listening to Chris's Comics. What's up guys and welcome to another episode of Chris's Comics Podcast. My name is Chris and this is a podcast about comic books. And today I'm joined as usual by my esteemed talk nerdy to me co-host, punk rock pirate time lord, Mr. Jay Bidet. Buongiorno. How are you today on this hot day? Hot day, hot as balls day as we believe the weathermen have been exactly describing it. That's the technical term <laughs> for today, hot as balls. Hot as balls. It's... So we've, we've got the windows open, so... Apologies in advance for any outside interference. <laughs> I say as a motorbike goes past. <laughs> yeah, so if the audio isn't quite as crisp as you used to, uh, that's the reason why we've got the windows open because it's fucking hot. Mm. Um, but yeah, but you know what else is hot? This podcast. No, yeah, it's it's off the hook because I'm really excited. It's not like I'm not normally excited to podcast with you, but I think the last few times. I've had to, you know, I've had a chip on my shoulder about what we've been reading. Yeah, I want to talk about this, and and and, and then, well, you go ahead. Yeah. you go ahead. Okay, so today, if you hadn't guessed by the description of the podcast already, the title, we're going to be talking about Batman White Knight, uh, the DC Comics uh, eight issue miniseries from Sean Murphy, um, coloured by Matt Hollinsworth. And uh, now this book has been a runaway success. It's sold out multiple times and gone on to third and fourth printings, I think, for some issues. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, me and JB have both been reading it um, and we've not discussed it at all. So this is going to be really cool to talk about it finally. Yeah. Uh, and I think we're both bursting at the seams because I, I think that we both really liked it. <laughs> so we'll talk about that in a bit. Um, first of all, we're going to talk about what we've been reading. A little bit of news as well. And we're going to cover the uh, preview books for the comics coming out in July from DC and Marvel. So we've got a lot to get through. Yeah. Um, so without further ado, I just want to talk to you about this little bit of news that I saw. Yeah, go it, on. What's this, what's this news? It excited me. I follow the writer of Cable on Instagram, right. called Zach Thompson. And he posted a picture and said, I'm going to be writing an issue of Spider-Man with Gerard Ware. And SP slash slash DR is back. Spider. He's oh, Spider Verse. Yeah. yeah. You know that Jared Way Spider Verse comic? Yeah. So, yeah, he's doing an issue with Jared Way. Um, and Does... Spider is back. And Jake Wyatt is on covers. And this is the picture that he posted on Ooh, his Instagram. His Instagram is Zach B. Thompson. The look at that. Oh, yeah. That looks pretty cool. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I'm loving Cable at the moment. So to see him on a book with one of my favourite artists in general, and Spider-Man as well. well why, what's what's going to be the, the platform? Like, why, why? Because it's like, that was for, just for Spider-Verse. Is Spider-Verse going to be making a comeback? Or are they going to... Because I don't remember anyone talking about that one. 
It got a lot of critical acclaim at the time. I think it's actually worth a fair bit now because of speculation. Um, I actually own that issue. Uh, but I, to be honest, I don't know what's going on with the Spider-Man books. I know that, obviously, we're getting a new Amazing Spider-Man book mm. soon. Uh, Who's writing that again? Uh, it's the guy who's just an Iron Man on it. Uh, no, hold on, sorry. So the no. guy who's doing, who's doing Spider-Man has gone on to Iron Man. Yeah. Is it the guy who was doing Ant-Man? That's right, Nick Spencer. Nick Spencer. Nick Spencer. He's Spencer. fucking funny. Yeah, and uh, we'll talk about that in a bit, the free comic book day issue. Mm. But, um, but yeah, I'm not quite sure what capacity this issue is going to be in, whether it's going to be a mini-series or, or whatever. But yeah, I just thought it was exciting. No, yeah, that is. Um, that's a bit, of, a bit of news. I'll definitely be picking that up. So, that's all I really wanted to talk about the news, really. Let's crack on to what we've been reading. Mm-hmm. So, who wants to go first? Um, I'll, I'll start. Okay. So, because I think this is, goes on well with what you just said. Um, I went and read the first trade of Doom Patrol. Oh, that yeah. Gerard Way was doing. Gerard Way, yeah. So I did a review of it on the site as well. Yeah, it, go and check that out on the website, www.tortnavy.uk. Go to the comics section, you can read JB's review of this. I felt compelled to write it because I had such mixed feelings about it, both good and bad, but it wasn't like it wasn't like um, the True Lives of Fabulous Killjoys. Where I was, it, it was it was weird. I just I can again, it has got a few little problems, but I actually really enjoyed it and didn't care. That's cool. And so it's on uh, DC's new Wild I- Young Imprint. Animals, is it? Young Animals, which is something that Jared weighs like the head off. Yeah. No, it was it, it was. I especially like the art and the the paneling was really nice, and like, that's something that I've really makes a difference to me on in some books. And I'm that, kind of in the dark with Doom Patrol. Um, I flicked through a few issues in the past, and then when I heard that he was taking over and making this new thing, I was like, oh, well, I'll check that out. And I kind of flicked through the first issue. It had a burrito on the front cover, so I was like, oh, I'm in, you know, like burritos. Um, and then I started flicking through it, and I, I wasn't too sold on the art, and I thought, mm, it's a little bit too out there for me. So I didn't read it. It is really out there, I'm not going to lie. It yeah. is. I still don't know some things that happened. But it was in such an Alice in Wonderland kind of way. I didn't care. I just went. I'm, this journey is just interesting. I like the characters. They're interesting. And I know you said you didn't like the art, but I especially like the art. It's my style. So you you weren't familiar with past Doom? Oh, Patrol like, that's the thing. Either. I have it's. You might as well. I don't think there's a great starting point for Doom Patrol. If it's anything like this, I I did a little bit of research on Wikipedia as well. I don't really think there's a great starting point, even if you went to the beginning. It just sounds like it's always been this massive, confusing thing, this mm. ball of ideas and, and wacky chaos. But it, I just think that if you're going to start, you want to start now with the new one. Well, that, that sounds exactly like it's in Jared Way's wheelhouse, really. Yeah, you I know? know. I can understand why he gravitated towards doing that book and why they picked him up for that. So, cool. No, yeah. What else? Um, and. Obviously, I've been carrying reading a lot of Moon Knight. I've now up to Lemire's run. Um, oh, and I need to read this Moon Knight stuff, right? You do. You do, sir. We're going to do a podcast on Moon Knight in the future. Yeah, we'll do that. I've, I'm catching up with where JB's up to. Um, so we're going to do a few Moon Knight issues in the future. Um, episodes in the future, rather. Caught up with Saga, um, which, is again, it's just great. Oh, yeah. The only thing... It's, it's, it's getting away with murder, though, I'm not going to lie. 
So quite literally. Well, <laughs> depending on what you're up for. In, you're up in to. these three issues, I had. Are you reading it in singles, singles again yeah. now? Yeah. Um, I was just kind of like new issues out next week, by the way. Oh, this week, this Wednesday. Week. Yeah. Um, issue fifty-two. I. Not much happened in these issues, but more character development, and. Yeah. I've never. I, I was quite happy though. I was honestly, there was still ten out of tens for me. I did yeah. not mind that nothing really happened. It's only at later, at, like Eve went. Is there any? You know, how far ahead are you? Anything happened that I need to look out for? So it came up, and I thought, actually, no, I can't really tell you anything that happened. Yeah. But I didn't care. They were just. I just wanted to see these characters and hear yeah. them talk and laugh and and come. <laughs> <laughs> what I find with ringing, r- ringing it, reading it, in, ringing it in in single issue form on a monthly basis, it's a lot different than reading it in binge trades formats, you know, mm. like, because like you say, those sort of issues that are a bit more of a lull where the characters get developed on, you wouldn't notice that in the trade, it would just flow, but because you're waiting from month to month and you're like, oh, Saga, brilliant, what's next? And then you sort of get an issue that's a, a bit quieter, you know, you can't, you notice it a lot more. Um I mean, but I can't wait. I have to read it every time a new issue comes out. <laughs> absolutely, oh, yeah. Absolutely love it. And hopefully, hopefully, we'll do an episode of Chris's Comics on Saga. This has been in the works for quite some time now. Mm. Only because I want to get Gaz on the episode. Because being a comic noob, um, I would love to hear Gaz talk about Saga. Because it's one of the only books he's read. Yeah. It's so, that and Watchmen. Yeah, so watch this space. We will talk about Saga in depth in, in the future. Anything else we read? Uh, and the only other thing I've read, over the, obviously White Knight, which we're going to talk about, um, is I picked up uh, the third Deadpool trade of. Um, I can't. I don't, oh God, I hate it. It was well, at least it was Marvel Now, so that's all you need to know. It was, mm. We're going to it was Marvel Now, um, and it's the good, the bad, and the ugly, and it was quite. Um, it's quite emotional. It's like. That's when it, that's it's, that's when he's his silliest, but it was really emotional. And I kind of like going back to Deadpool two, and don't worry, I'm not going to talk spoilers because people still might not have seen the film. But you, how you just said before, how it was really emotional, and also you thought it was dead funny. I think that's what it, the film was trying to be like. Like this book, there's a lot of shit happens in this, and you feel for him, but he still got that wit. But I just don't think, still don't think it it, it was that got onto the big Translated, screen. Yeah, it yeah. didn't translate to me. See, I seem to be, I think I'm alone in this now. Because it seemed like Rich Coleman from Bowling uh, From Bowling for Soup. From Bowling for Soup. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Uh, Rich Coleman from uh, Jericho's Movies podcast buzzing off of it. A lot of my friends have been putting status to saying, amazing, oh my God, amazing. I, I was maybe alone on this. I just thought yeah. it was quite standard. Shout out to my boy Hero Bishop as well from uh, Nerdcore. He really liked it too. Oh yeah, that's what I mean. I saw it. you put that yeah. as well. Um, but yeah, that's about it. What, what about you? What have you been reading? You've got all the free. Co- I have not touched any of the free comic books. I think over that. Other than maybe, I think I did pick up the Spider Man one and, the, and I did read the Avengers one. Okay, well let's talk about them quickly. Um, so yeah, as you may have noticed, free comic book day has been and gone. If you want to check out our coverage of that, then go on to our YouTube channel. Uh, there's a pretty funny video there of mm-hmm. me do, talking about my haul. And a nice little intro of you and my son on mm. that day. It was it was pretty fun there, uh, but yeah, we so free comic book day. I've been reading well all of them. Um, like you say, the Avengers one that was really good. Um, a nice little intro into the new series. 
One thing I will say though is uh, Sarah Pacelli on this book, um, she's not doing the art for the main series. Right. So that's a little tickle of the balls that's kind of a prick tease, to be honest. Oh, right. Completely different art, uh, which we'll talk about in a bit when I show you that Avengers book. Um, But yeah, I really enjoyed that. I thought it was quite a strong issue. And the Amazing Spider-Man one was really good. I like that. Yeah, I'm definitely going to pick up that issue one when it comes out. Uh, But will Jay Leal, will he finally get onto Amazing Spider-Man number one? Wakanda forever. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, let's have a little Leal Legacy um, tangent here. Yeah. Because I was thinking the other day about us and our special relationship with our friends across the pond, boys. Yeah. And how like how you and me we're we're so much like Field Mouse and Jay because like Jay goes by a name that isn't his real name. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Just like you. And I'm only stricken from the record. <laughs> I'm not saying you know. No. If you say it three <laughs> but, times, I disappear. But you know what I mean, right? You both have like reinvented yourselves and got new names, right? Uh-huh. You both go back, go by Jay, obviously. Um, but me and Field Mouse, right? Field Mouse, Chris Wakefield. Field. Holy shit! How weird's that? I didn't even think of that one. Wakefield, yeah. Field Mouse. And we're both mutant, mutant prowls. I yeah. can never say that properly. And then you. You're both uh, flat scans. What's a flat you know, scan? A mutant hater. Oh, right. Well, not a mutant <laughs> hater, just a normie. No, no, just, yeah, they, don't, they bother me. <laughs> but no, I just, just popped into my head the other day. I was like, that's really funny. I didn't I didn't even put, how I never put Field Mouse and Wakefield together, I don't know. <laughs> that is a weird one. And Jay Leal's always saying about how we never talk about him on our podcast. And he <laughs> always talks about us. So I was like, you know what? We'll give him some uh, airtime right to be, now. Uh, I know, to be fair, we do talk about them, but just not normally recording. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, it's just we, with our podcast, we tend to have a lot of structure. Which is the opposite of real legacy. <laughs> I remember, I remember him hearing him say, him say like, oh, he's describing the podcast to someone who's. I, I hear they they're definitely a lot more structured than we are. <laughs> Whereas I, I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll admit that. We, That's the thing. We we don't tend to go on that many tangents. We tend to stick to the structure. But shout out to our boys in Skeleton Crew slash Leal Legacy. Go and check out their podcast. Uh, the Comic Crypt one in particular is awesome. It's at leallegacy.com. Yeah, com. Yeah, you can find all their podcasts over there. There's a new one as well uh, called Socialites and Sinners Club. Have you been listening to that? I have. That's that's really entertaining too. Check that out. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Biff Bambort, come back soon. Please. Ryan Horn, I miss you. Mm. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> You're my favourite American Jew. <laughs> Let's, let's move on to free comic book day. Okay, so Barrier by Brian K. Vaughan. Have you read that yet? No, so right, I picked that up for Eve as that, that's mm. her little gift. And as a rule, I'm not going to read a comic until she's touched it. That's hers to read. <laughs> and she's, it's just there on the coffee table. And I'm just like, mm, <laughs> well, readers. Deep. And the second one came out last week, didn't it? And oh, I nearly yeah. picked it up, but then I thought, no, fuck you. If you read that comic, because <laughs> I, I don't want to pick it up, and it turns out I don't like it. Well, well it's Brian K. Vaughan, so oh, I should do. Oh, mate, it's Brian K. Vaughan, so it's incredible. Um and I'm so stoked that we got this for free because it's the actual first issue one, right? Mm-hmm. And it came out the next week as a full price issue one. Oh, did it? Yeah, yeah. So like, if you didn't get it for free on Free Comic Book Day, you're gonna have to pay full price now. Oh. It's not. It's I think it's a four issue mini series. I could be wrong, but it's not an ongoing. 
Um, I think it's almost wrapped up already, you know. Um, but wow, what a strong first issue that was. I am. I'm not going to spoil anything because it is one of those things where at the end of the first issue, there's such a huge twist that you're like, wow, I didn't see that coming. So that's what kind I'm of book this is going to be. To fucking, <laughs> fucking read it. But yeah, I, I am going to tout this series and hopefully continue with it. Um, what was it called again? Barrier. Barrier by Brian K. Vaughan. And there's no uh, plans to ever release it in trade format either. It's oh, a single issue only. God, oh, I'm <laughs> so murder Get on eBay and get those back issues. Uh, but yeah, if you like Brian K. Vaughan, you're going to love Barrier. A very interesting format as well, the way it's laid out horizontally. So you read it like... Um, now, Eve like cottoned on to this immediately. She had a quick scan of it and she went... She thinks it's been possibly been originally commissioned to be an internet only yeah, comic yeah, because that's what um, that other one was um, Private Eye Private Eye yeah. and she reckons maybe at some point someone's gone no you're going to make it you're going to actually release this and he's gone well I've got, I can't change all the art now um, yeah he's, he's being naughty and keeping it um, yeah keeping it strictly floppy yeah no hardbacks on this one for Brian K. Vaughan. So, anyway, what else did I read from Free Comic Book Day? Uh, Berlin. That was really interesting. Um, again, I picked that up for Eve. Haven't touched it. I had heard of it. Black and white. Um, noir. Noir. Yeah, noir. I mean, it's so cinematic. Like you, you, you literally feel like you're just watching a black and white movie. In, well, it does what it says on the tin. Set in Berlin. Mm. In the 19... 19- 40s, 40s, I want to say. Yeah, it'd be the 40s, um, mate. But yeah, it was it was really cool. Very different from what I usually read, so it was nice to have a little fresh change. Uh, I read Shadow Man. Did I, I picked that up. I haven't read that. That was dead good. Uh, Starburns Presents. Again, I picked that up, still haven't read that. Patton Oswald did the one of the stories in that, so it was pretty funny. And Tank Girl. Picked that up, didn't read it. <laughs> you sounded like me for I know, years right, ago. I just realised as I said, that, God, this sounds like you about four years ago. But that was cool, because I'm not familiar with Tank Girl, so it was sort of like, um, it, it was kind of Deadpool-y in the way that it was quite fourth wall breaking, but it was kind of like, it was a story, but through this story it showed the past, the history of Tank Girl, mm-hmm. um, and it mentioned like the film that came out in the 90s that bombed and stuff like that, and it's quite mm-hmm. like meta uh, it was good. Uh, what else have I been reading? I read Black Panther issue one. Black Panther in space. Oh, the space one. <laughs> now, it was really good. Was it? And it was actually one of my picks of the week. Yeah, I was very surprised by how much I enjoyed it. The art in it is incredible. By the way, slight tangent, but it's, uh, the space thing, right? Remember we were going through the previews and we're going to go through them. Yeah. I just wanted while I remember now when it's like Ghost Rider, Ghost Rider in space. You didn't tell me Ghost Rider is Punisher. So it's Frank Castle as Ghost Rider in space. Oh, I, I, I don't know. I'm not really caught up with the Punisher stuff. But why the, I was like, how much do you have to change his character? Because <laughs> Frank Castle's just... Someone just do a good Frank Castle story. He's interesting as fuck. People want him. He doesn't need to have powers. That negates the, the yeah. original incarnation of him. And then you're throwing him in space when he's a street-level guy. This is what Marvel seems to be doing now. When they don't know what to do with the character, they, we'll just throw, throw him, him in space. space. <laughs> but no, to be honest, um, I am a sucker for anything set in space. 
this is actually where me and Fieldmouse uh, differ differ a lot because he hates anything in space. He says that it just makes it boring instantly for him. But for me, you know, I love Guardians of the Galaxy, Star Wars, Green Lantern, anything set in space. Red Dwarf. And I, I am in. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to check this out. The Intergalactic Empire of Wakanda. See, that <laughs> sounds cool, doesn't it? Amazing Spider-Man number one. <laughs> and look at that cover. It's so nice. Oh, yeah. But that's, you see, <laughs> that's exactly why I picked up the original, the other, you know, issue Black Panther, one. Yeah. Because it's, that's yeah. the same cover, but it had Wakanda behind, but not Spacey Wacy like that. Space Wakanda. Um, also, notice what they're doing now. As they're using a logo from the film. The the Marvel Comics uh, issue number in the top left-hand corner. Yeah. You're getting the big issue one there. Yeah. But then underneath, what does it say, JB, in small letters? The legacy numbering. The legacy numbering. Oh, right. So it says issue one, legacy numbering, issue 173. That's so, finally maybe the perfect finally, way to do it. This is how you keep track of your comics. Now. Oh, my God. That's so... Now, if they could just reprint everything prior to today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, so this issue, um, as you suggested previously, is very Blade Runnery. Yeah, I... Very Blade Runnery. That was my prediction, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, and it's great. Uh, you can have a little flip through it if you want, um, but I loved the art in it, oh. and I loved the concept. The idea is, right... Go on. It's... It, Everyone's sort of had their minds wiped, including T'Challa. So he's like this slave on this like alien colony, um, and obviously the story is going to be he's going to have to like rise up and become the Black Panther to, to defeat the evil forces or whatever. Yeah. But the idea of just like the fresh start and it being in space and it looking cool as fuck and being Blade Runnery. Oh yeah, that is it's Blade so Runner cool. to a T. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just really cool. Um, I just immediately want to see the the artist Daniel Acuna. 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 Yeah. I knew that little. It's accent. got a little squiggle on the yeah. end. Yeah. <laughs> um, no. Oh, I like that. Yeah. So I, I do recommend Black Panther issue one. It's but... kind of the, this art that you saw, like, like original comics had. Yeah. You know, it's if, if honestly, if they were dots instead. Mm. That would be like kind of how comics used to be. But no, I love the colours in it as well. Yeah. It really popped for me, that book. No, that's good, that. So yeah, I recommend that one. Um, uh, there you go. Thank you. Don't crinkle the pages. <laughs> right. So, I've also been reading Justice League, No Justice. Now, you've got to be careful how you speak about this, because I've picked up all of them now. I will. It's the four-issue miniseries um, from Snyder, Williamson... Tinny and the Fourth. No, not the Fourth. That's not... A f- is that a four? An Ivy? Yeah. Yeah. That's a four. Uh, and lovely art by Francis Manipal. I am a big fan of Manipal, to be honest. Um, so this was a no-brainer for me to pick this one up. And it's it's really, really good. Well, um, I liked the free comic book day one. You know, in that DC... That little... Oh, it was DC Nation. That wasn't free comic no, book day. but, but we, we yeah, got, we it, got free. it then. Yeah. Suck on that, Americans. <laughs> you have to pay your 25 cents. <laughs> um, I really liked it, because uh, I thought, fuck it. How are you? In fact, it, I liked that book. Can we talk about that? What the fuck? Well, that's issue two. Oh, right. Um, can we talk about that DC Nation? Oh, DC Nation. Series? Oh, yeah, let's talk about DC Nation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, that was so... So, for starters, that Joker... So, it had three. So, DC Nation was a 25 cents book that came out a few weeks back from DC Comics, and it showcased 
three upcoming story arcs from uh, Superman, Bendis' new title, yep. I think it was Man of Steel or something, and uh, No Justice, mm-hmm. and Batman by Tom King, right? Mm-hmm. So we got three original sort of mini-stories in this book, didn't mm-hmm. we? Yeah. So, first of all, what was your favourite? My favourite one was the, the Joker one. Right like answer. Country Mile. Right answer. What's your least favourite one? The Superman's office job. Yeah, right answer. <laughs> <laughs> what was, all right, we'll right. go into that in a minute. So, Joker, the, the whole Joker thing. The Tom thing. King one was so good. Yeah. Oh, mate, the tension in that Joker story. And that was pure so Joker. Amazing. But by the way... This, sorry, this is why I love Tom King. He, mm. The way he writes like that. Am I, am I... Don't want to spoil anything. Just either nod or shake the head so that the listeners don't know. But do we... Have they talked about the three Jokers storyline yet and explained it yet or not? Good answer. Right. Carry on. Well, you carry on. You tell me why you like this issue. Well, I like I liked that because it was... So basically, the premise was right. Everybody knows by now. It's not a spoiler. Batman and Catwoman are getting married. Yeah. So the Joker's found out about this, and he's pissed off because he's not received an invite to the wedding. Yet, yeah. Right? He... So he just goes one day, one random day, to this random guy's house, breaks into his house, and holds this guy Hostage. prisoner in it in his own house, uh, while he's waiting for the postman to deliver. His fictional invite to this wedding, right? To this random guy's house. Yeah. It was so Joker. So Joker. So psychopathic. And, and like the jokes that he says. This is why I love Tom King writing the Joker, right? You'll the, see. The it. jokes are funny? He the Joker is making jokes. Yeah. <laughs> He's making jokes. You know, and it's it's funny and it's terrifying. And the art by is it Mikel Janin who did it, I think, possibly? Possibly. I, um, I yes, so that was good as good. well. And the Joker looks so scary and menacing. And then, and again, the way it ends as well is brilliant. Yeah, absolutely yeah. brilliant. No spoilers because, in case you haven't read this, yeah, it's a but really good short story. You have no excuses. It's only twenty five cents or free if you're British. Go and pick up this issue and read it now. Um, so, what was the other ones? The other one was Justice League No Justice. Yeah. So then that's how we got yeah. to this. Yeah. So that was really good. I found that quite entertaining. What a cool concept. Yeah. I I actually was like, all right, you've you've got me. You shouldn't have me, but you have got mm-hmm. me. I'm totally with it. I like Superman throwing the star. Um, Starro. Starro. That was that was yeah. clever. I like stuff like that. So Starro is a fucking maniac as well. I love him. He um, just laughs at everything. And uh, <coughs> oh, and then we got. Superman in his office. Yeah, that Brian Michael Bendis Superman story was fucking shit. Man. Oh, what was and that? And I'm not a Superman hater by any means. I've got a fucking Superman socks on yeah, right now. No, you are a Superman fan. I'm not so much... Uh, this is Bendis, man. That's what I was saying with him. I'm like, I'm not sure if he's the right, right fit for that book. And the more I read it, the more I'm like, oh, I don't think he's going to... He's gonna. He's not gonna do it well, is he? I don't no, know. I mean, I'm. I'm kind of unclear, but it was just like Lois Lane's been promoted or something, and he doesn't want to work in her office, so someone else takes the office. It was such a boring story. I didn't, yeah, I was like, oh, it. and then God. at the end, it's like dun dun dun. I may purchase the office. <laughs> it's like fuck and Superman you. Just flies off the roof, and it's like okay. Yeah. Oh, mate, honestly, I was so disappointed with that, but. Whatever, I'll probably check out the issue once if it's any good. So anyway, hashtag I we digress. digress. <laughs> so let's talk about no justice quickly. Um, 
What's what's the concept of this book, JB? So as far as I can tell, I remember I've only read the I haven't read issue preview. one. Yeah, I've only read the preview. Yeah. Um, well, it's not really a preview, is it? It was an original story. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. There's something happening, like a world, a universe-ending event. Well, basically, this is the aftermath after Metal. Yeah. I know you want to block that from your memory, but Metal <laughs> happened, JB. You have to accept that. And now these are the repercussions. Right. So there was many repercussions the, on my life. <laughs> the basically, it says here one of the Green Lanterns is saying, basically, you and your friends on the Justice League broke the damn universe, and so the Source Wall has been fractured because of the events in metal with the dimensional bullshit. Um, and so there's all sorts of multiversal things cross over into our universe now, or the DC universe, should I say, as much as I'd love to live in it. Mm. Um, so we're getting four giant celestial beings invading our universe, and they want to destroy everything uh, for some reason. They're called their, the Amiga Titans. Mm-hmm. And so Brainiac's found out about this because they're going to his home world to destroy that first. And Brainiac's going, fuck this shit. I'm going to come up with a plan to end this before they destroy my home planet. So he enlists members of the Justice League, Suicide Squad and Teen Titans and puts them all together. With bad guys as well. Yeah, there's bad guys in there. Starro, um, there's uh, Sinestro, Lobo, Deathstroke, Lex Luthor... Mm-hmm. So Brainiac has rounded up everybody and separated them into four separate Justice League teams. So we've got Team Entropy, which consists of Lobo, Deathstroke, Batman, Lex Luthor, and Beast Boy. Beast Boy. And we've got Team Mystery, which is Superman, Martian Manhunter, Starro, Sinestro, and Starfire. That's a lot of S's. Yeah, there's a lot of um, and we've got Team Wonder, which is Raven, Doctor Fate, Ertrigan, Zatanna, and Wonder Woman, and Team Wisdom, which is Cyborg, Atom, Robin, The Flash, and Harley Quinn. And I love that idea. I think that's brilliant. I can't wait to carry on with it. I'm I'm currently up to issue two uh, because I'm a little bit behind. Some of you may have noticed that my YouTube videos for my comic book hauls have ground to a halt at the moment unfortunately my uh what source. my source uh has let me down so <laughs> those videos are going to be stalled for a little bit but they will resume at, at a later resume date. our current programming yeah so but anyway i'm on issue two finish that one but i wanted to talk to you about this right go on the similarities between no justice um, and Avengers, the now, new Marvel series. It's so weird you mentioned, right, when you said this to me, because I read both of them. So I read the one in DC Nation, yeah. and then I read, so that'll be telling Mike. So I read the one in DC Nation, and then I read that Avengers story on free, it's a free comic book day one as yeah. well, right? Yeah. I read them probably 10 minutes apart from each other. I think I yeah. read some between that. And I did not notice it was the same story. I don't know why. I think right. it was because I was going right. I'm going to give this Justice League thing a shot. I'm not sure about this. And I enjoyed it. And I was pleasantly surprised. And then I think, um, when I read the Avengers one, I was just like going, let's see if I'm going to be able to wrap my head around this. It's going to be another complex Avengers story. And I was pleasantly surprised yeah. at how simple yeah. it yeah. was. And it did not put two and two together. And they are the same fucking story. Yeah, it's a shame. I mean, I read them in the same order as you. I read the No Justice 
one first, and I was like, sold, that's fucking cool. And then I read the Avengers free comic book day one. As I got to the end of that, I was like, hmm, that's a lot. That's very similar to No Justice. And then the more I looked into it, the more, you know, stupidly similar it became. Because the same thing in the Avengers, there's basically some big fucking giants invading Earth. And that's space giants. Space giants that look exactly the same as our Amiga Titans in Justice League. Right. So look at this panel in issue one. It's not going to ruin anything for me, is it? No, it's not going to ruin anything. Issue one of No Justice. Check out one of the Amiga Titans. Okay. There he is. Right? Big fucking celestial giant. It's a big ass titan. Now look at the cover of issue two of the Avengers. Ha! Like, that's basically the same thing. Look at those fingers and everything. Like, oh, dear. It's so weird. This like, guy's got a hat on. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? It's like it's so ridiculously similar. Um, yeah. But, you know, DC and Marvel have been copying each other for years. Which one's going to be better? Which one? one. Which one? <laughs> you decide. I think No Justice is going to be better. I think it'll be better. In my opinion... You know, the DC solid comics ground. are a lot stronger than Marvel. But the, the other thing is, the solid ground already been laid as to why this is happening in DC's, DC's yeah, metal. Yeah. Whereas that, the Avengers one, is yeah. just like it's just happening. Well, the thing with Marvel comics at the moment, they started out in legacy, right? And they've gone back to this thing where it's like prehistoric Avengers and like back in time and stuff. Oh, like I that. did not give one shit the, about prehistoric. Avengers. They were obsessed with this whole thing on like. Oh, Black Panther was there before you know the dawn of time and all this shit, and then and but but then I'm thinking, well, that's kind of like what happened in Metal with the Hawkman stuff. Yeah. So yeah, there's so was. many similarities. Yeah. But I might be actually looking forward to buying Marvel comics soon because. Well, let's talk about the previews. Oh, then. I'm looking forward to these solicitations. Oh, oh, hang on. Before we move on to the previews, oh, I've just got a couple of other things I want to mention. No, I haven't. Let's move on. Brilliant. So let's move on to the previews. Right. We'll talk about previews for Marvel Comics coming out in July. Yeah. So why are you excited about Marvel Comics, JB? Well, I haven't been excited about Marvel Comics in a, it feels like an age. Yeah. Um, but some of the ones in here look absolutely amazing. So Amazing Spider-Man, number one. Nick Spencer is part of it. Nick Spencer's great. Who is one of my favourite. We both loved him. Ant-Man. Man. Um, and the artwork looks gorgeous. That's exactly what I want from a Spider-Man comic. Yeah, and look, it looks like they're returning to his comic booky roots. Which yeah, I love, you know. I mean, look at some of the sh- shots from it. It's it is, so cool. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna truly love that. Um, Life of Captain Marvel. You know, I like Captain Marvel. I yeah. thought she wasn't. Someone just messed about. I can't remember who was on it last, but I didn't really enjoy it. But this looks promising. Um, to find. Go back into her past properly. It's always just oh, she was friends with the Captain Marvel, um, and then gained his powers. And but it sounds like they're actually going to go through a real past because there's more to her than just that. Um, the Cosmic Ghost Rider is fucking so weird. Look, see, look, he's got the Punisher symbol. So it's the Punisher. Frank Castle was a Punisher. A deal with the devil made him Ghost Rider. A deal with Galactus made him Cosmic. And a deal with Thanos, Thanos made him dead. Not to I'm worry. I'm sorry, but nobody makes a deal with Galactus. Galactus no. just fucking eats you. <laughs> eats planets, motherfucker. 
Um, X-23 is coming out. And she is one of the only... I liked the X-23 comic. Oh, All New Wolverine. Yeah, All yeah, New Wolverine was good. That, so yeah. I am actually got, might give that a chance. Um, not bad about... Yeah, X-Men, Inhumans, Infinity Countdown. There's a lot of shit. I'm not going to lie. There's still a lot of shit. Infinity War... Because Marvel is still obsessed with doing fucking events. That's yeah. Um, the Hunt for Wolverine. Couldn't give a shit. I hope they'll find him. Um, <laughs> Weapon Law. He's alive, though. It doesn't matter if they don't find him. He's back. He's a, Flash is alive! <laughs> um, Thor looked like it was going to get interesting again. Mm. With all the nice bright colours. Like they were going to take some kind of... This, we talked about this. The Immortal Hulk. Yeah, sold. Already pre-ordered it. Yeah, that looks... The art looks fantastic. And dark as fuck. Um, what I missed out there I, um, Dance yeah so Dan Slot is moving to Iron Man Tony Stark Iron Man yeah I'm going to check that out because he's been on Spider-Man writing Spider-Man as Iron Man so it's finally smart that they give him <laughs> give him Iron Man let him do it Yeah. so it sounds like he's going to do a good one um, Venom I was quite interested because in I got the free that comic I got on Free comic book day with Venom. Oh yeah, yeah. That was good. I yeah. actually enjoyed that. That was really interesting. That one, the art was really weird in it. Yeah, but I liked it because it worked for Venom. Do you um, know what I mean? And that I, I skipped through. Um, I flicked through issue one of Venom, and it looks pretty cool, man. There's some badass art in it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm tempted to try and get on the Venom train. Uh, although I know that the comic crypt guys are just sick of Venom at the moment. Um, blah, blah, blah. there was Daredevil and the Thing of the Human Torch. That's really good, that man. Is two, it two in one Thing of the Human Torch? One of my favourite books at the moment. Really fucking good. All right. And I'm really looking forward to Return of the Fantastic Four. And I am one day going. Dan Slott's going to be on that, and oh, Sarah Pacelli. Is it? Oh, so that, was that the first, yeah, Dan Slott, Sarah Pacelli, August 2018. Yeah, I'm sold on Fantastic but, Four. Um, and the kids are coming back as well. Um, what was it? Moonlight is still continuing. I don't know. I'm hopefully be caught up by then. I don't know. Um, You're playing catch up on Moonlight. I'm playing catch up on the trades. Um, there's a lot of. I might. I might go back to Ant Man and the Wasp. I might have a go of it. I just has Ant Man got a title at the moment? I don't think he has. No, anything. that's what I mean. I think they might just. Go oh, it's going to be Ant Man and the Wasp. Ant Man and the Wasp. I might because of the film coming out. Next yeah, week. that's my thing. I'm scared about that. It's just going to be the film. Um, Ms. Marvel, I again, I dropped off that because it, it was this whole civil. This, you know what? The Civil War two storyline cemented me dropping off a load of stuff. Well, especially for Miss Marvel. Uh, sorry, Captain Marvel. Mm. I think she it, it really damaged her character that series because mm. it made her like a fucking bitch and just like very unlikable. I, d- I know. So, I, I need to. I might have to read it, but I'm I'm not keen on doing it. No. Um, what was it? Deadpool. There's a few Deadpools coming out, but I kind of went away from Deadpool. The thing is with Deadpool, right? I picked up an issue one. I think it was the first one to come out after the whole Secret Wars thing. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. I've, I've enjoyed some Deadpool in the past that I've learnt off you. Like, classic. Love that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay, I'll start reading. I'll try and start reading the current Deadpool book. I got a few issues in, and then I was like... This isn't really funny. It wasn't. Like, and I just wasn't enjoying it, so I dropped off it. 
and I haven't read any new Deadpool stuff in ages. And um, I go keep going back to old Deadpool stuff. Yeah, so I picked up that trade. That's and... the thing. Like, I want to. I want to go back and read classic and Cable and Deadpool and mm. stuff like that. Because that Cable Deadpool stuff, we talk, I'm sure we've talked about a few times. The split second. Split second. That's yeah. a fantastic story. But the original Cable and Deadpool book, like they're they're amazing. You know, so I think the best Cable and Deadpool stuff is in the past. You know, yeah. No pun intended. Um, <laughs> so, so, DC Comics, what are they bring out in July, Jub? Um, so there's a Catwoman number one. Yeah, awesome. I'm going to check that out. Um, Love Joelle Jones. She's an incredible artist. She did some stuff on Batman and just love her stuff. Superman number one and Action Comics number one with Brian Michael Bendis. And Man of Steel, all written by Brian Michael Bendis. He's on three Superman books. That's just overkill. <laughs> Just like, all right, we get it. Do you bumming Bendis at do, the moment? I mean, do you reckon? Do you reckon it would have anything to do with maybe he's been he's been dead controlling? Like he's going like, I've got this idea for a story, but it cannot vary away in any sense on any of them. I don't know, but if if that if that story in DC Nation is anything to go by, then no, there's no reason why he needs no, to all just three didn't. books. Um, Justice League Dark, which looks interesting because it has Man Bat uh, on it. With Wonder Woman, which I thought was a little, mm. a little team up, uh, Justice League Odyssey, um, which I, I don't get as excited about all these. Um, Doomsday Clock, yes, <laughs> yeah, yes. I'm Next lo- issue comes out this Wednesday. It is this Wednesday. Yeah. Um, Watch this space for a Doomsday Clock episode. We'll be talking about that entire series when it eventually wraps up. It's not even halfway through yet. Is no. it? <laughs> um, Injustice versus He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. What? <laughs> so, believing He-Man and the Masters of the Universe defeated, a robotic imposter has seized control of Eternia, but not for long. After freeing his kingdom from the strongman's rule, Prince Adam learns not everyone is pleased to see the pretender deposed, but Adam knows the value of freedom. So when heroes from another dimension ask his aid in deposing a superhero turned dictator, he agrees. Teaming up with Batman against the Superman of the Injustice Universe, He-Man and his new allies face dangerous and familiar enemies in a battle where no world is safe. Now, when I was a kid, I'm sure that I've I've played with my figures and you know. I beg like, your pardon. I've I've played Batman and He-Man. You know, <laughs> I, I've had my Batman figures and my He-Man figures, and I've I've played that imaginary little story. Mm. But I'm not sure if it's going to work in a comic book. No, I mean <laughs> it says Batman. But what they've maybe slipped up there is on this piece of this artwork. If you look just a little back down next to Batman, who's got who's whose ponytail is that? Whose pigtail is that gonna be? Is that Harley Quinn? That'll be Harley Quinn. She's not in the Justice League. Why the fuck would she be in this book? <laughs> Hang on a minute, I recognise that art. That looks like the art that was on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Batman crossover. Oh it does actually. It could be the same who's guy. The artist? Um Freddie E. Williams II. Yeah, I think that might have been him. It's very, it's it's the same art that. Um, so we got Aquaman, Batgirl number twenty five is going to come out. Oh, I've dropped off Batgirl since our it's, boy Chris Wilder has left. I know, but it's going to be written by Paul Dini. What? Yeah, Paul Dini's going to be writing Marguerite it. Margaret Bennett, Margaret Scott, and Paul Dini are all writing it. Huh. Okay, so well, I might be. check it out. But um, like I say, when Chris left and the art changed, I wasn't as interested in it. Uh, Batman Beyond, number 22. That's coming that, back. now that book is something I've been meaning to jump on for a long time because I've heard good, good things about that. I, well, so, I, I was on it, remember? I was on Batman Beyond for a while. You, I liked it. You were on it 
during the whole Secret Wars thing, I think, because it was 2015. Mm. Uh, but the new series is meant to be phenomenal. So I'm going to check out the first couple of trades of that. Um, Batman Sins of the Father, Batwoman number 17. I've just got onto Batwoman um, and I've got I've cut a few trades. I'm going to read that. The Brave and the Bold, Batman and Wonder Woman, is meant to have been fantastic. That's really good, yeah. I mean, it's, it's Again, this is another one written by and art by the same guy, Liam Sharp. Yeah, the art in that book is phenomenal. Like the detail in it, it looks like um, the only way I can describe that book, it's kind of like World of Warcraft meets yeah. Lord of the Rings meets Batman. Lord of the Rings like, meets Batman is oh the way I describe it's it. Like, I mean, just yeah, just look at that. That's just, so, that looks more like He Man versus Batman. It's so epic that book, man. I mean, to be honest, it's got far too much dialogue and it's very text heavy. Is it too much for me? But looking at it, it's stunning. Um, you've got Cyborg number twenty-four, uh, Damage number seven. If people are still going to read that, I don't know. No, I've dropped off Damage. Uh, Deathbed number six, um, Detective Comics ninety four. Is you know they're getting closer to Detective Comics one thousand. Yeah, um, I've been enjoying Detective Comics actually. So I, no, I, I don't read it anymore. For me, I, I you know I dropped off it and enjoyed Batman a lot more. Um, you're the opposite, aren't you? Yeah. Um, the Flash is going to have a big event by looks of it called Flash War. Yeah, that's already kicked off. Oh, has it? Yeah. I've not read. I've not been reading it. Have you heard anything about it or? Uh, not yet. Uh, the guys over at Bat Force Radio are discussing it on their new podcast, but I haven't listened to it yet. So next time I'll have more information on it. Uh, you got like Green Lanterns, Hal Jordan, the Green Lantern Corps, Harley Quinn. Now that I'm going to try again, <laughs> right? <laughs> because it's a new creative team. She's fucking around with the new gods, which interests me. I'm going to try it again because I love the character of Harley Quinn. And I'm so disappointed that she's being, you know, she's just being disservice in the comics mm. at the moment. She's just been turned into a completely different kind of character, and her books are shit, and they've never, they've not been good in a long time. No. So hopefully this new creative team will breathe some new life into it. I've got all my fingers and toes crossed. Stay uh, tuned. I'll let you know. So you've got Hellblazer, The Immortal Men, Injustice Number Two. Uh, more Justice League. Um. By the way, when No Justice has wrapped up, I'm going to jump on that New Justice League book. Right. Like a, a fly on shit because it's Snyder and it's DC and it's Justice League. That's great. Uh, <laughs> go, go, uh, DC's Young Animals releasing Gotham AD. Um, right. New ones. Um, it, isn't that that thing you told me to read? That Gotham thing, Gotham Police Department, is it similar to that? No. Well, I don't know. I don't know much about this new one, but um, the GCPD. That's a GCPD. That came out years ago. That was really good. Recommend that series to anyone. Plastic Man. I fucking yeah. knew I was going to pick up something the other day. Is it out yet? Well, it says Plastic Man number two. No, and... no, the issue hasn't come out yet. Well, why is it advertising Plastic Man number two? Because that's July. It, Number one so will be out one... next month. Oh, sound, so I haven't missed it then. No, no. no okay. we're, we're both going to pick that up because Plastic Man's boss. I love him. Someone's done a really... Oh, this this hurts my childhood. It's called Scooby Apocalypse. Oh, Look, yeah. That looks garbage. That looks horrible. I don't really... Jim Lee on cover still? No. Oh. No, it's just... Um, you have to... There's a plague of zombies and it looks actually quite violent and like, as it, oh, what if it was really dark? <laughs> um, 
yeah, stuff I'm not interested in. Sideways, Shades, Silencer, Suicide Squad, or some of the asses. Uh, Teen Titans. Well, it's because you're going through the alphabet, Jamie. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> um, the Terrifics, um, Titans, The Unexpected. Nothing that's stand. I was, see what I mean? I was actually more excited about Marvel books, yeah. which is really weird for me. Because you're getting a whole new num- load of number ones, that's why. <laughs> yeah, um, and Wonder Woman, uh, 15, 15. Tell you what, was actually a bit. Uh, a weird I know, thing. I, I know you just flipped through that very quickly, mm. but we are going to talk about Batman and the Signal on a ne- on a later on, at a later date. Yeah, we yeah we will. Um, <laughs> I want to do a whole episode on that. You might have to. <laughs> um, I went I went trade shopping. I you know when you go and you get your comics and you go let's have a look at some cheeky trades. Yeah. If there's anything, and I was actually shocked at the lack of Wonder Woman trades in shops. Mm. So both in our hometown ish of Liverpool. I went into Forbidden Planet and mm. I went into Worlds Apart. I went to the W section and tons, it's not like there's not room, we've got tons of fucking Wolverine there. But Wonder Woman, like, I couldn't really find one to start. I think Forbidden Planet had uh, number one New Blood, that was with the New 52 run. Yeah. But that was the only, other than that, they had random other trades which are midway through stories, not like a best of. Because this is a very old character. Um, and then in Forbidden Planet, um, there was no, no word, no jumping on point. You, you, I, I was just in shock when the film did really well. Everyone though, this, that does know this character, she sells. Why the fuck is Wonder Woman not? Maybe, the Batman section's fucking huge. Maybe her books don't sell. Well, I would want this to change. I'm going to mm. try and delve into Wonder Woman and have a look because there's a reason she's been around for this long, and I don't see why her books wouldn't sell. I don't see why they wouldn't be good. To be honest, looking at the charts. Um, She's never really in them. It doesn't. I don't I've heard Earth One Wonder Woman's fantastic. I've actually heard that's great. Oh, uh, that trade, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. It was an OGN, wasn't it? I yeah. need to check that out. Yeah, it was meant to be a really good book. That. But I just, th- I just thought it was weird. That was all. Mm. Thought it was weird. Okay, so let's move on to our main event. Let's talk about Batman White Knight. Oh yeah. Now this was an eight-issue miniseries from DC Comics. Written and drawn by Sean Murphy, our Lord and Saviour. <laughs> um, now, straight out of the gates, I'm just going to say I was fucking blown away by this. I loved it. Absolutely blown away. Even more so that it's written and drawn by the same guy. Yeah. And there was no delays on it. No. Every book was released on schedule, on time. <laughs> Doomsday Clock. Um, sex criminals. Yeah. <laughs> Saga. Unless you know Saga's allowed. Saga's allowed. They have to schedule hiatus. But yeah, this book was incredible. I absolutely loved it. Loved every issue. There was nothing not to like. So cinematic in scope. The visuals were insanely good. Um what a wonderfully different take on the Batman mythos. Um, but at the same time, I, I described this as a love letter to Batman fans yes, yes. because you get the animated series vibes in there. Uh, Sean actually said that this, in his mind, he set this book a few years after the animated series finished. So this is what he thinks w- would have happened. Mm. Um, I mean, we'll talk about it in, in more depth, but I'm just going to touch on a few things that I loved in it. Okay. Um, 
The Batmobiles. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. The Batmobiles are beautiful. You got original classic sixty six Batmobile in there. You get the fucking Burton verse Batmobiles. Mm. The Tumbler from the Nolan verse. Yeah. Like, fuck me. I mean, this was literally just a wet dream for a Batman fan, wasn't it, really? It was, you know. It was just, this is everything that metal should have been to me. I didn't like metal because I thought it was just like, it wasn't a Batman comic, it didn't feel like It was a Justice League book. Yeah, yeah. This, is, this kept me going, this, was, this yeah, stopped I, me from hanging myself. I mean, my God, I can't tout this book enough, and if you're a Batman fan and you haven't read this, then what are you doing with your life? By the trade when it comes out, yeah. you need to read this. Um, and don't worry if you're not reading other Batman books at the moment because nope. it's not set in main continuity. Nope. It's in its separate own Murphy verse, as it's been coined. Mm. And there will be a, a sequel. sequel. Yeah. And also at the end, that when we finish talking about this, uh, I just want to discuss what Sean Murphy has put on Twitter. He's uh, set some ground rules for his Murphyverse, oh, yeah. um, which I want to go through because they're amazing. Okay. But before that, let's talk about the series itself. Let's go through every issue, uh, discuss the story and the art and why we love this so much. So without further ado, take it away, Joe, with issue one. Oh, mate, right. So, so first of all, hang on, the covers I just want to mention. Oh, well, every week it was you messaging me going, which which one? Which, what, what cover do you, do you want, the variant, or do you want the, yeah, the, they're beautiful. the main one? I think in a couple I actually, I bought... Both you, of them. You're like, just get both of them. Get both. <laughs> get both. And I'm even, I've even framed the last issue. It is now framed. I'm finding a place for it on my wall. Um, so it's quite... A, what, again, is really good about this is it's quite a simple concept. So remember how me trying to go through all those issues of metal was like mm. blagging my own head? This I can do so quickly and simply. Um, what was cool about this was as well, it was almost like a political thriller. Um but in that Batman universe. And mm. it's like, well, what if? Like, you know, the things like the Batman, um, what's it called, Devastation Fund? Yes. And stuff like that. It's like, well, yeah, when they have their big epic fights, property gets destroyed. Who fixes that? Well, Marvel had, they have someone, don't they? It's the dist, oh, it is something called like the destroy, destroy damage, damage control. Thing things called damage control incorporated, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it just set about a lot of things. Yeah. Um, so, but the concept of it, like you said, is fairly simple. In layman's terms, it's what if the Joker went straight and he became the good guy and Batman is the bad guy. And that's basically basically it. Mm-hmm. But then you get Harley Quinn for into the mix. Now, that was one of my favourite parts of the book. Mm. As, as you know, I'm a huge Harley Quinn fan, OG Harley, and I like Suicide Squad film Harley. Now, you get both of them in this book, and that was incredible. Yeah. Like, when, you know, <laughs> I mean, we'll talk about it when we get to that point in the story, but I love the way that Murphy did that. He brought both Harleys in as two separate people. And I was listening to Batforce Radio. They had an interview with him, and they were saying to him, how did you get away with all of this stuff? Like, you know, how did DC approve all these ideas? You know, the two Harleys and all that. He was like, I didn't tell them. Yeah. I just did it. <laughs> and then he was like, well, if they said no, then I'd have to redraw the pages and they'd have to pay me extra for that. So he just did what he wanted to do. Mm. That's how he got away with all these crazy ideas in his comic that DC would have never okayed in a million years. So let's start off the story, Job. 
So, all it's just classic. Joker and Batman are, ch- a bit, are chasing down, um, but Batman is, seems to be a bit more chaotic than he normally is. He's, yeah. A bit more angry. Uh, Joker's even pointing this out to him and hits hits home with a few choice words, like saying, you know, you've you've actually done nothing to help this city. You've made it worse. You're never going to win. Uh, you're dra- dragging us all into your perpetual Halloween, which I liked that line. Mm. Um, and Joker seems to be determined to go to this place to take some um, pills, or there's a place where there is pills. So, again, pushing him, pushing uh, Batman beyond his limit, um, he decide, he really viciously assaults Joker. Like, yeah. bl- look at that blood. Look at that scene. Yeah. That is just red all over the page. It's, oh my God, yeah, it's amazing. And um, he forces all these pills, so he, he, he's, Joker's saying he can't breathe, and so, yeah, he's ODing. So, so Batman is literally shoving a bottle of pills down Joker's throat as he beats him senseless. So Joker's choking on all these pills, right? Mm. Uh, meanwhile, I don't know if you notice in the background... Somebody's filming that, right? Well, that panel there. Do you know who that is? Well, now I do. No, you see. Yeah, no, it's clever. It's really, Again, that this is, is really clever. That is Harley and Quinzel. Yeah. Filming that. It was set up. The whole thing was set up. We'd later discover. Um, so it's all over the news. That Joker's been beaten to shit by Batman. And then, of course, there's a whole political discussion about should he actually be allowed to do what he's done? Um and then, it, and I love that page, by the way, showing like... Oh, how, yeah, that's one of my favourite pages in the whole book, like the history of Harley and Joker, and it's just gorgeous art. Like, yeah. Fucking hell. Um, showing him going mad, and what he's like now, and then this, love, this amazing page again, showing oh, the Joker's cell. The Joker's cell, right. And, and it's just full of Batman toys littered. and memorabilia. Well, it looks like this room, really. Yeah. It's littered with Batman merch. And one of the things that I love most about that is the attention to detail. He's even drawn in that little um, Batman water pistol. The, the oh, trigger yeah. is his penis and it shoots out of his mouth. Like, <laughs> it's just crazy the amount that he's put in there. There's even like Lego Joker Batman yeah, like, on the right the left hand side. And there's there's even like animated Batman the Animated Series. There, everything there. Absolutely. And, like the poster on the wall is the Batman the Animated Series thing. Um, I love that panel. I thought it was so clever and awesome. Because the Joker was obsessed with the Batman. He would would have all that shit. Yeah, he would. So then it turns out that actually Alfred's dying, that's what's caused Bruce to be a lot more upset. Um, but yeah, he's dying and he's using Mr. Freeze's technology to keep him alive as yeah. he is, but it, it's not looking good. Um, and Joker starts to show that he's... Um, there's been all these discussions, but then turns out Joker's changing. Those pills have done something and he's filing a legal case and he's going to file charges against the uh, Gotham City Police Department, Batman and Gotham City... Um, and he's taking it all very seriously. He doesn't look like Joker really at all anymore. He's all got normal skin um, and says that he wants to fix this city and the Batman is the, the problem with everything and he's going to be the white knight for it. And it's just simple as that. That's issue one, right? Awesome setup. Yeah. Simple, simple, simple. Number two just goes into, again, a, again, the artwork is great. And Sean did say to the colorist, Mac, 
Matt, Matt Hollingsworth. Yeah. He only ever wanted like gave him like two colours to use. Yeah. He said that's it, right, he just yeah. wanted to set a tone. Yeah, he said try and use as little possible colours as you can. Like he said two and then maybe three at a push. Like Then he goes so Jack goes home. Um, he's one his court case he's free because they're like yeah you're arrested pro- properly um, and he can't be indicted for the same crime twice Yeah. so it doesn't matter what he's done in his past he comes home and there's the Suicide Squad Har- Harley Qu- Quinn waiting for him all boobs out tiny shorts even saying like no talking not until mama's done with you then sex um, <laughs> and he's like no I, I'm not like that I'm not like that anymore. I'm back to being Jack Napier. She's not happy about this. Um, she's, but she thinks it's a game. She's like, you're turning me on. And he's like, no, no. And then she tries to do something nice and give her an, an actual engagement ring. Uh, and she then kicks him in the stomach. Um, and starts like telling him that she doesn't want to take these pills anymore. And then all of a sudden, he go, she goes like, I'm not your, I'm not your pudding. Um, and he, sorry, I'll say that again. Tells him to stop taking the pills. He says, but pudding. She goes, I'm not your pudding. And then all of a sudden, she gets kicked in the face. And it just says, I was. And there's the proper Harley Quinn. Original with the hyenas Harley. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, she sets the hyenas on the the slag Harley Quinn. Oh, now. Suicide Squad Harley. Yeah. Um, and then they all they all leave together. Um, and Another beautiful splash page. Yeah. Well, by the way, the paneling in the pages in this were just gorgeous yeah. all the way through. I can't say that enough. You got Mister Freeze stood looking at Nora, mm-hmm. and oh my god, the colours as well. And still trying to, trying to save is uh, Alfred with Mister Freeze, who is try- who is not a bad guy anymore. He's, he's trying his best. Mister Freeze shows that he's actually um, cured himself, but he's old now. He's eighty years old. Um, and he realises, though, he, he'll never save Nora now because however he cured himself um, has just ruined everything. I can't go into... I, I could go into that more, but time's a factor here. Yeah. Um, so then she takes... goes back to the one that other Harley, brings him back to a very um, a normal house, um, and they're there, and they're just going over past memories, and she says, like, she did enjoy that how crazy they were, but then didn't enjoy how obsessed he was with Batman uh, and how she actually was, wasn't was really enjoying time being with him. And that and that little page there showing, like, clearly she wanting a little bit of sexy sex. Yeah. Um, and him more bothered about Batman, surrounded by his posters. And then, <laughs> oh, my Isn't life. it weird saying that? <laughs> um, and then she found that she came down and found he was ready to just kill... A, Robin just to get his attention. Um, and she... I, lo- I love what the Joker's wearing there, by the way. Like a, a t-shirt with the Batman al- emblem on and like braces. Yeah. I love that. I'd, lo- I'd love like a statue of that. It'd be a good cosplay as well. Yeah. A little easy cosplay. Um, by the time we arrived, Robin was dead. Um, but he didn't. He didn't kill you. He took you to Arkham. Um, hoping we'd eventually find out what happened to Jason. Uh, but we never did, which comes up again later. Yeah. Um, and then she's uh, like going, we never found out what happened to Jason. I'm re- and he's like saying, I'm really sorry. I don't know what ha- I can't remember stuff. Like, he really does not remember yeah. being the Joker. Yeah. Like, it did fuck him up. 
Um, and then Ego is about trying to make himself um, known, like showing up to a proper government tea party. Um, sorry, people in a high-end party uh, and local officials are now beginning to take him seriously. Like, Jack Napier could actually save this town. And Bruce Wayne's not happy and gets more erratic that the world, he thinks this is a big plan, a big trick. And to be honest, there is a bit of a big trick coming up. Um, so Jack has called in help from every bad guy. Oh, yeah. That double-page splash there, like... Like, and we're talking, like... Everyone. Well, everyone, including... Now, what was interesting here was he got Baby Doll. Yeah. Now, I don't think... I listened to a, I listened to a, a podcast about the animated series. Baby Doll was made just for the TV series... But the guy who came, who created Baby Doll, I think it might have been Paul Dini again, I don't know. He actually said, um, as far as he was aware, there has never been a comic in comic version of Baby Doll ever. So, so, so that, that might have been a first, first appearance. Yes, yeah, that could be a first appearance. Maybe that's why that issue's so much now. Um, and then, so he calls everyone together to say, you're going to help me stop Batman and actually save and help Gotham. Um, and they're like... Um, I don't really, I don't really think that we're going to do that. And then it shows that he's taken, he's been quite clever. So he's taken the Mad Hatter's powers to control minds, mm-hmm. and then he's, so he's controlling the mind of Clayface. But then he's scooped Clayface and put it in everyone's drink. Yeah. So then he then can control everyone, which I think is fantastic. Yeah, it makes sense. It's so cool. Yeah, I, I really like that. Yeah. And, and again, fucking simple. Yeah. Jesus wept. Yeah. How much dialogue was there? There was a few pages to explain some stuff, but nothing major. Yeah. Then one to three. Flying through these. Again, nice cover. Not gonna lie. So then we get to oh, here we are. So we begin by finding out that well, New Harley was dangerous and she's decided, well, she's not going down without a fight. She wants to bring back the Joker, so she decides to become... Was it Neo-Joker? Neo-Joker. Neo-Joker. Which I, I love her costume, by Yeah, the her way. costume's dead good. She looks awesome. Um, so then, he said, so all the bad guys go on a big rampage through the city. Bear in mind, Joker is controlling this. Um, and he goes to destroy, purposely destroy some buildings and stuff. Um, and it's all... Jack's obviously doing it to, one, make it look like he's the one who stops all this, but two... Um, show Batman is out of order because Batman starts again just being completely erratic um, and he, he, he actually accidentally causes a building to collapse um, what else is he, he refuses to stop everyone even Batgirl Nightwing and Commissioner Gordon like stop we need to talk he's like no and drives off um, so he's he's really looking like he's gone crazy yeah which is a great a great idea. What if Batman's crazy and Joker's sensible? Yeah, I think the death of Alfred, which, well, which obviously hasn't happened yet, has it? But it wouldn't. No, it hasn't happened uh, yet. But, but it'll be playing on the it. impending death of Alfred. Another has father just sent him off the rails even further. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. So he says. So yeah, Jack Napier uh, and. So Jack Napier, by the way, is Joker. Uh, Jack Napier. Oh yeah, that was an interesting thing to use the to use the name of the Joker from the the animated series, wasn't the, it? Well, no, it was the Batman eighty nine. The eighty nine's coined yeah. at first. Yeah. In the animated series, he is caught. It is weird. I when I've been rewatching it, they they do refer to as Joker sometimes as Jack Napier. Like the police don't always say Joker. Oh, right, they go, yeah. "We've got the file on Jack Napier," and I was like, yeah. as a kid, I wouldn't have picked up mm-hmm. on that. 
Um, and then, so he says he's found the biggest secret of it and will undermine Batman completely and give him control. Um, meanwhile, Alfred um, is really not getting any better. Batman's really hurt. Uh, comes to see Alfred, but then passes out. Alfred wakes up, though, to, to see if he can do something. Um, again, just showing on the news, Joker's telling a big story, like saying, I can save Gotham, vote for me. Because um, basically what he's doing is, he's using that video of Batman assaulting him, and yeah. shoving the pills down his throat, as his leverage to say, look, look how crazy Batman's become, and get the public on his side. That was basically what he's doing now. He's he's going to these rallies. He's teaming up with Duke. Um, By the way, Duke in this is how I want Duke to be. Yeah, not like in Batman and the Signal. <laughs> Again. But also, obviously because he never spoke to anyone. Maybe when he was writing this, I know he was close to Snyder, but he, uh, Duke doesn't seem to have his powers. No. Which I didn't want him to have fucking powers. Yeah. Um, but Batman was really badly, badly hurt. That's why he passed out and he wakes up on the bed. And Alfred has unhooked himself from the, what was keeping him alive and given it to Batman so he can live. And Batman wakes up and finds uh, Alfred dead with a letter next to him in it. Um, and then sh- just jumps straight from being buried. Um, and you're just like, in that, in those two pages alone, you're like, so, there's so no little. Dialogue, no dialogue. No dialogue at all, really. Yeah. But you just know, like, oh, shit's going to hit the fan now. Yeah. Um, goes to Batgirl, Nightwing talking. Um, behind Bruce's back, like worried about him, worried about the state of his mental health. Um, then it shows Harley and Jack Napier taking a, a leisurely stroll. Um, some guys try to mug them, and she kicks all their asses. Jack doesn't even have a go. Duke tells them all to fuck off, and then welcomes him, saying that like, actually he believes in him. He thinks he he can do good because he doesn't believe Batman can. Um, and so then he goes, yeah, you can help me then. Meanwhile, Batman, now with Alfred dead, has gone to meet Gordon. And Gordon's even saying, um, yeah, you're, you're out of order. Um, what was it? Oh, yeah, because then Batman's figured out he's got, uh, Joker's got classified documents. He's got the Batman, the devastation fund, mm-hmm. which is, as far as they're all aware, funded by the taxpayer. Yeah. They don't know Bruce pays it. Yeah. So he's about to blow that lid on that and Batman reveals to Gordon that, yeah, I've got a, a little bit of a secret here and he's going to paint me really, really badly. Meanwhile, Neo-Joker has gone to try and f- gone to try and get Joker back, stumbles in, finds, obviously, Clayface under mind control and uh, oh, fucking, what does it... Mad, Mad Hatter under mind control. She comes back. And she's like, right, I'm going to sort everything out. You're going to help me. Um, and that's um, <laughs> so clever. With the brain. Just the brain. Yeah. So, yeah, they go to see if actually, is it is it fucking hell, is Clayface alive and he's just a brain now. Actually, with eyes. With eyes. And, and a, a tongue. playing card. And it's... That's it's not a playing card, it's the, uh, the Mad Hatter's card. Mad Hatter's yeah. controlling device card. So they figured out jo- other Joker's plan. And see that they've still got all the other ones just lying there, just waiting, yeah. just waiting to be used. And then you're like, "Ooh, this is all going wrong." <laughs> um, right? Yeah, cool. Number four, uh, white, uh, white knight. Number four, um, 
Batman crying blood essentially on the cover, Such which a says a lot cover. of it. Yeah, um, gets quite political now. You see, so, yeah. So it becomes sort of Jack's um, rise to power, political power. He's he's running to be. What's he What's he running for? Uh, he's running to be. Um, he hold on. He wants to become councilman. Yeah. Be on the council. And Duke and everyone in his neighbourhood are backing Jack Napier because they're, they're behind they're back, they're behind him now because of what he's revealing to the public on how corrupt the whole Batman thing is. Mm. And so he, it's a really believable story. And you're like, well, yeah, I can, I can see how this, A, could happen, and B, why people would side with the Joker after all this. So the Joker's forms a rally. Right, but the police, because it's a Joker, are not taking any chances. So they've come to pro, come to like uh, to stop the rally. But they are talking and saying, "Look, it's just a peaceful rally. We're not doing anything. You can stand there if you want, but we're yeah. not going. We're not going to leave. We have the right to be here." And then Batman comes in and starts beating the shit out of um, Jack Napier, and he's even like, "Stand, sta- um, stand down, everyone, stand down, just." Let him let him do whatever he wants to me because I'll I'll stop I will stop marching and we'll go home. When, but I'll let it be known now that this was a peaceful protest until Batman showed up. Mm. So really, Batman's just fallen into yeah. these clever political traps mm. that he would fall for. Yeah. I know, but Batman's also the great detective. But his biggest weakness is also his emotions. Yeah, yeah. When he lets, right. um, so they've revealed that, that they know about the Batman Devastation Fund. Um, that it, they're going to blow it all out. They go out to celebrate. They have a really nice time. Yeah. A really nice time. Harley and Jack, they're like, you know, they're rekindling their relationship. Mm. Uh, but, um, but a Neo-Joker ain't happy about this. <laughs> no, obviously. like they, Well, they, they get engaged. He, he propose, she proposes to him. And they, uh, yeah, and they get, they get engaged. Meanwhile, Neo Joker has now figured out how to control all the other bad guys um, and comes straight for... Uh, they go for Gotham City Police Department, don't they? Um, and they cause absolute chaos. The Bat, the Bat family show up to try and stop them, um, but resulting in Gordon nearly dying. Um, so Batman just about saves um, Gordon, but Gordon's not happy now. Um thinking that they really caused more trouble than helped. Um, so then, they're aware that Neo... Joker's aware that Neo Joker's... It's obviously on the news, all this shit's going on. So there's... She, Harley's suiting up to protect him. Um, he get he, Obviously, they arrive. They didn't expect him to have Killer Croc and Bane and stuff and easily overpower the two of them. Um, but then when she, like, realises that he isn't going back... Um, she says, um, she well, she, she's going to fix this herself. She's going to get him to be the Joker again. So leaves him, um, and then, yeah, the, oh, then the GCPD decide to call Nightwing, and oh, let me get that yeah, Nightwing, they call Nightwing and Batgirl to say, look, we want you to be properly on our team, but we're not even going to ask Batman. At the moment, he doesn't know. We're going to get you on our team, um, and then Jack. But then Jack Napier's there, and he's go, and they're shocked, and he's like, "Look, I am totally going straight here. There is nothing, nothing dodgy about this at all." So he wants the Bat family to mm. help him 
because basically they know that Bruce has completely lost the plot now and, and they don't have a clue on how to move forward with it so they're actually sort of siding with well Jack Napier now really mm-hmm. which is, is it's this is the whole thing that uh, I got really annoyed with these metal because I think they took a concept which I think would have been so simple fighting a, the, um, the anti-Batman yeah each one has a Justice League power and made it so convoluted and hard to understand. This, I think, is a harder concept. What if Joker going make Joker going straight, making it believable, and making Batman the whole of Gotham turn on Batman mm. without using something like magic or oh he just hypnotizes everyone because that's just lazy writing. And he does it. Mm. Dead simple. Dead dead simple. But you can bet your bottom dollar if Snyder wrote this book. Oh, God. <laughs> it would be a lot different. Yeah, it would have been a lot different. Um, meanwhile, my Hatter and Neo Joker are bonding. She's saying how she just worked at a bank once. She wasn't very... Um, she was mentally unwell. She was, like, caught slicing her wrists once in the in the bank. And then, all of a sudden, she realised that they were being robbed by the Joker... He said that she needed to come with him to help him carry the money, and then all of a sudden started just calling her Harley. Um, he di- she couldn't tell if he knew the difference or not, and she just went along with it and just said that she felt happy with him and safe. Yeah, I and, love that backstory. It's so believable. I know, yeah. And then, um, then it turns out that the Waynes and Mister Freeze's family yeah. have been to get, uh, have done stuff together yeah. way in the past. Which is another nice little layer to put on this story. It's like, ooh. A bit more mystery in it. You know, it's like, that's like a Batman book. So now there's. So now what issue are we on? We're on issue five, and it begins with Jack still taking his pills, but he's coughing up blood. Um, And he's like, he'll see a doctor later, don't worry. He just wants to train um, with Harley, so he starts training with her. and actually she's a bit brutal on him and um, he gets annoyed because she punches him and kicks him in the face and he shouts back at him not the face and he goes, you think Batman is going to avoid your pretty face I'm a council man now elected by the people of Backport so so how is he going to look if I have a black eye quit your whining go put on your makeup <laughs> I like that yeah, I think this does so much to Harley's oh, character yeah. the redemption of yeah. Harley Quinn throughout this is amazing that's it if you're if you're unsatisfied about how Harley's been handling the current comics read White Knight yeah because this is how Harley should be written um now Batman's doing his detective work and he's beginning to figure out how it's all been done um like proper detective work as well but unfortunately Nightwing and uh Batgirl are distracted by the fact that they've been, you know, they've been asked to be on the police force without him yet. They they want to go straight. They've got to work with Jack Napier, um, and Batman's not happy about this, so flies off. Oh, that's a gorgeous panel. Yeah, flies off. Not happy about that. So, um, the, so it's the GTO that they're forming. Isn't that's it? it, the GTO. Um, so Batman goes to visit Harley Quinn. Um, to see, like, if he can prove, like, that it is, it is Jack's been, is still up to no good. He's not doing anything right. Those bad guys weren't just doing that. That basically the plan. He he knows they they must have done something. Um, 
and she's just not bothered by him there at all. And she's like, going, no, he's a good guy. I know you're a good guy. That's why I've always, like, uh, trusted you. But Jack is not a villain anymore. And whatever his sins, he's put the city on the right track. I'm begging you to let it go before it's too late for you. Because she knows how this could end for Batman. Um, and he just loses it and punches straight for a wall. Um, and just get, runs off. And then Jack comes out from the shadows and goes, I've never heard him yell like that. I must be really getting to him. <laughs> and she tells Jack, stop it. Like, she's not happy. She doesn't want to do this to Batman, but she, she's doing it more for Jack. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, Neo Joker, Mad Hatter, still running around using the power of everyone. They've just got everyone at their disposal to go round, and they decide to go to... Wayne Manor, because they discovered that, obviously. Um, and they go in, and Bruce Wayne pretends to be I love useless. this bit. I love this You hooligans, get off my property. <laughs> He's got like a woman's nighty. Yeah, he has. Woman's nighty and shorts. Um, <laughs> and she even goes, hooligans? That's like a bad impression of a rich guy. <laughs> I love that line. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then the police come, because uh, he set, sent an alarm. And he goes, and the police like, what happened? He goes, I don't know. They broke in and found a hidden room I've never seen before. Um, uh, oh, no, that's it. Yeah, because it's actually Nightwing who shows up. So he's not like that. He's been serious. He's like, no, they, <laughs> sorry, I'll do that. I don't know. They broke in and found a room I've never seen before. Um, so they're like, right, we're going to go follow. And they leave. And then Batman does the weirdest reveal. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Like, under this, under this girl's <laughs> blouse. He's got his bat suit on. It's like a skit of Superman, that, I think. Um, so they all drive off in souped-up vehicles to oh, go and catch... Um, to go and stop um, some criminals, basically Neo Joker, sorry. And they're driving along, and they are kicking some ass. They're doing very well. No one's getting hurt. They're doing it all by police standards. And then Batman comes in, and... He actually they beg him to stand down, and he accidentally uh, he decides to run the 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 Neo Joker's van off the bridge, and he himself goes over, and it all explodes, hitting a, a boat, um, and he then actually nearly grabs Neo Joker, and opens the bag, and the fucking brain comes out. Yeah. And he's like, "What in the?" <laughs> By the way, there is something I forgot to mention in this. In a lot of panels, for some reason, he, put, he puts Batman going, hmm. Did you notice that? There's a lot of dialogue. <laughs> no, I didn't notice that. Batman reacts, he just goes, hmm. <laughs> I, I liked that. Cause I oh, it's see, more like, hmm. Hmm. <clears throat> yeah, it's like that. Like, hmm. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, he, he sees the brain. She kicks him away. The bridge collapses. And Gordon goes, right, Batman needs to be arrested. He's just caused severe damage. And that's a scary-ass scene. Yeah. Um, I love the way that he draws Batman. Yeah. He's just this old... But it kind of reminds me a little bit of uh, Dark DKR. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, so he's just... Re- he finds this document that they'd ran away with showing that like, the, the families are interlinked. So he goes back to Mr. Freeze and tells him to start talking. I love Batman's collar in this too. Yeah, he's it's got a like collar. Uh, Gotham by Gaslight. If you look on the back of that comic, it's oh, like yeah. that, isn't it? It's like a, 
It's, I always it's feel like, like it's been there, but when I'm looking at your model figurines now, I'm realising, yeah, he doesn't have a cock. No, model. no, but it's like the perfect mashup between DKR Batman, like Frank Miller, and Gotham by Gaslight. That's the only way I can describe this look that Sean Murphy's gone for, and I love it a bit. Um, meanwhile... So how does this end? So this ends with Neo Joker and Mad Hatter going to Mr. Freeze's lair because they've seen some of the plans and getting the classic... And I thought it was a bit of a homage somewhat to the Mr. Freeze gun yeah. giant cannon from yeah. uh, Batman and Robin. Although, albeit changed to look suitably more like it would have done, should have done, rather yeah. than be that crazy, stupid-ass <laughs> laser. The laser. With neon on it. Yeah, neon. <laughs> so then, we're on to issue six. Mr. Um, Freeze on the cover. And by the way, up to here, right now up to here, I'm just... We don't know how it's going to end. When you're picking up this issue yeah. by issue, I still didn't know how it was going to end. Yeah. I still was aware so much could happen, and I could, still didn't know if it was even going to be a happy ending. Mm. It could have still stayed dark. Um, and I, I did you think the Joker was going to die? By the way, uh, I, to be honest, man, I I loved picking this up every month because I had no clue what was going to happen. I was like, I can't wait to read this mm. because you've left me on such a cliffhanger, and I'm just like, I'm I probably, don't know what's going to happen next. I'm probably going to read it again. Yeah, oh yeah. Probably when the trade because... comes out, I'm going to buy the trade. Oh, are you? Yeah. Um, I might have to because I framed my last issue. <laughs> um, It'd be easier to read in a trade format too. Isn't it? I like doing that when, like. Trades come out of books that I've really enjoyed. I I get the trade because it, when I go back to reread them, it's easy just to pick them up from the shelf uh, rather than you know sift through my long boxes. So an interesting begin beginning page, first panel, Gordon looking dead in the eyes of Batgirl and Nightwing, just saying, "Tell me who Batman is." Yeah. The question is it's not even a question, an order, yeah. and he's never probably he hasn't probably asked it before, and then he zooms out and Jack Napier's there as well. And they're like, no, of course we're not. Um, but the Nightwing went, I'll do you a favour, I'll go arrest him. Um, and then Batgirl's like, no, you can't do that. And she's like, right, I'm walking out, I think you're wrong. This has gone too far. Um, and then Jack Napier walks up to Nightwing saying, you made the right decision. And then he just punches him in the face. He goes, I'm here for Gotham, not you. Um, they hear the Batmobile go past, because it's a fucking loud car, um, realise where, where he must be. So they decide... That they're gonna go and catch him. Oh, oh yeah, this. Oh. So, so <laughs> we need something as tough as the Batmobile, but something analog and old school that you can't track. And then Nightwing goes, "I can go steal one if you want," and oh. steals the the Batmobile. The Batmobile. That is the Batmobile for me. Eighty nine. Yeah. Burton Batman movie. It, it it just is that. It's not like a homage. Yeah. It is that. It's literally that that yeah. vehicle. I love the fact he didn't even ask, Does it, do yeah. I need the, the rights no, to this? He just, do did I it. just did it. And Sean Murphy is an absolute... The way he draws vehicles. Oh, yeah. Just, I've never seen such amazing looking Batmobiles in a book. The way he draws them is just superb. So they do set up a trap to catch Batman by playing on... Um, that Because um, they've got... For some reason, Gordon... Why has Gordon got to be blindfolded? I can't remember. Because they don't want to show him where the Batmobile is, right? I not, think not it's the where they're dri- the driving to arrest him. Yeah, I think it's going yeah, to, to the, back the way to the secret cave. Yeah. So it's just going to be them in there. So, yeah, they drive. They ca- and they actually capture Batman. He falls for the trap. Um, but he then urgently tries to escape. Um, 
and Gordon rams the other Batmobile off the road in order to try and catch him, but ends up really hurting himself. Um, and Batman gets so tries to get away, but he's really hurt. Um, and then uh, Joker just approaches him, um, saying, "The fanboy in me is still rooting for you. Part of me never wants this to end." And like, just goes up towards him, topless. Um, as if to say, look at me, I'm unarmed. Wouldn't you rather beat me the old-fashioned way? One more run for old time's sake. And Batman just throws down his cowl, uh, sorry, his cape and his bat, his belt, and just punches him straight in the face. And then they do have an awesome-ass fight. Yeah, we get an amazing fight scene between the Joker and Batman, and fucking hell, it looks good. It reminded me of when I was reading, um, I read, I think I read Daredevil Black, um, and the fight scenes and that were really well done. Yeah. And I think Moon Knight as well. No, yeah. I keep going. Moon Knight's like the, my pinnacle of that. Um, it, yeah, it's really good. And then he begins to choke Batman with the belt. Yeah, Joker throws down. Oh, yeah. Fucking hell. You fuck with the Joker, man. He's, well, he just takes advantage. Like, Bruce is really hurt now. And oh, fuck off. <laughs> just Big double page <laughs> advert for Superman <laughs> saying, Bendis is coming! He's like, fuck off. Um, and he he gets uh, Joker gets upset that he's actually beaten Batman and ref- won't take his cowl off. Um, so they take him to Arkham, carrying it. He's carrying him in, um, and he says, "No, we need. We agree to keep his. Uh, we, we agree to keep his secret. Those were the terms um, of capturing him. Even Joker saying, "I don't want to know who he is. We don't. We need to know who he is." Um, and then the final few panels, if because if you remember in the last one, where they they had got hold of the giant ice cannon, and they decide to just use it. That's it. Just all of a sudden start using it on all of, on a load of Gotham, and um, it's just spray painted onto the side of all the buildings in ice. It just says "Send Joker," um, and funnily enough, Harley here says, "What have I done?" Yeah, correctly yeah. realizing that this all wouldn't have happened. Yeah. Um, Batgirl goes to um, Mr. Freeze um, but she forgets she's wearing the Batgirl outfit and kind of gives away some information but he goes no I know uh, I know who Mr. Wayne is I, I, the secrets are safe um, and how he, over time he has helped um, Bruce Wayne survive some of the terrible injuries he's got as Batman um, but now he just wants to be yeah that ice gun is his but it's nothing to do with him anymore. Um, I now I just want to be alone, alone with you know Nora. That's all he cares yeah. about is Nora. Um, meanwhile, it shows Harley Quinn and, and Jack Napier fighting because she reckons he's taking too many of the pills, curing him. Um, and then he all of a sudden, oh yeah, this was mad. Yeah, Joker's in the Gotham City Police Department, right? Well, Jack Napier is, yeah. Yeah, Jack Napier. Yeah, surrounded by everybody, so, by, by all the cops and everything. Um, there's no time. Neil Joker demands to see Jack Napier now. Come, all we can do is stall until the military get here. And um, all of a sudden, he just breaks out laughing, smiles, and he's got his green hair and white skin again. And he says, "We'll give her what she wants." <laughs> so and cool. everyone's got a gun on him, and Gordon looks <laughs> like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> Literally, everyone's just pointing a gun at the like Joker. That. So cool, man. Okay, so we're on issue seven now. Issue seven. So, what so, happens next? So, obviously, with that outburst, um, the Joker has shown himself. 
like Harley's panicking. All the GCPD have got like the guns pointed at me. She's like, "Oh my god, no!" And he quickly then changes back. Um, <coughs> it's a it's bit a Jack. Like, yeah, it's a Jack. It's a bit like a little bit of a Netflix style cliffhanger on the last <laughs> one. Um, but it, I, I think it, it's suitable. I, I, I don't mind that they've just done that. He goes, the medication is starting to lose effect. I try to fight it, but it's only going to get worse. Um, and they're like, no, you, boy, you're not suitable. You can't go out there and fight Neo Joker. And he's like, well, of course I fucking can't. I either go as me now, like you wanted to, or I go as the Joker. I have a way to win, which, yeah. make, again, makes sense. Um, Batgirl is speaking to Batman to try and find out why he's not... Um, why right, he's not broken out yet, and he because that's because Batman's figured everything out now, and he's just waiting, biding his time. Um, so he goes all the way up there to see Neo Joker, Jack Napier. This is, um, then and she's like, um, I know you, Jack. I've I indulged his darker side. I became the evil Harley, hoping he'd eventually eliminate you, but then she set you free. So basically, she's saying she just didn't want Jack at all, and she was just wanted pure Joker, which is it's suitable, really. I yeah, think. Yeah, makes, again, makes makes sense. Yeah, um, and she's like, "Come on, I want to see the Joker," and he's like, "The Joker doesn't want to be with you." He's like, "I am the Joker," and she's like, "No, he's two different people." So then he just turns around and he's the Joker. I love this. Like, yeah. He keeps doing that. Yeah. Not some weird Hulk transformation. It's, it's like it's... Jekyll and Hyde or something, isn't it? Oh yeah. Well, actually, something that I picked up on. It's almost like he's Two Face in this book. Yeah, yeah, you know what? Yeah. He is. He is a bit Two Face. Yeah, that's a really good mm. comparison. Two Face the Joker. Um, so he like tells her he you know becomes a Joker and that scares Neo Neo Joker because that's who she got the Stockholm syndrome over. Yeah. She does. She loves him, but she's scared shitless of him. Um, then so hardly. So, a little bit confusing. OG Harley. OG Harley and Jack walk back out. Um, and he's like going, no, it's fine. I, I'm going to sort this. Um, nah, uh, nice I'm going to splash pages. Yeah, in which I like that one. That was mm. more or less, that was a cover though on the... It was actually. It was a cover on an earlier issue, I'm sure. Um, and he goes, Jack decides to go and says, the only way that we're going to beat Neo... Harley, like, I'll give myself up, but the only way I'm going to do it is teaming up with someone she doesn't suspect, which would be, of course... Batman. Batman. Um, so, yeah, Joker lets Batman free. Batman agrees to work with him, but first, um, your confession. You need to confess that you've done everything mm-hmm. wrong here. Um, and then... We get a really. This is cases where it gets dark. So drive down. Oh, the drive. And he says, "But first, yeah. you tell me what happened to Robin." Yeah, and he's like, "This I is don't, amazing." This bit. I don't know. I don't know what happened to Robin. I wasn't there. He's like, "It wasn't me. It was the Joker." So he's like, "Well, get him out here." He's like, "But if I get him out here, I don't know what he's gonna do." And he's like, "Just do it." Um, and so he goes, "No, I'll try and think. I'll try and get halfway there. I'll just think." And it's this is where he reveals that he didn't kill. Jason, he got him within an inch of his life. Um, um, he confessed. He did he confess. He said, I wish I'd him. never met Bruce Wayne. Yeah. And then what's really cool in this is that he says, then Joker let him go. And he goes, immediately goes, Jason's alive. Mm. And then he's not, because he's not bothered about that. His identity has been revealed. The first thing is Jason's alive. Yeah. Then he goes, 
why didn't he come back to me? Oh, that's it. Why didn't he come back that's to me? Even more hurtful. Yeah, than... yeah. He's just, again. He's not bothered. <laughs> you have to forgive the outside noises, people. Um, he's not bothered. That joke knows his identity, and it always has. He just wants to know why Jason Todd never came back. Um, it was more fun to let him live, so the game could continue. You'd feel the trauma of Jason's death, and you'd suffer even more when you finally learnt the truth. Jason Todd hated you so much he that he made you think he was dead. Yeah. And that adds so much to the Batman yeah, ethos. Yeah, there was so much weight behind that that plot point there. And again, it was something that Sean Murphy just did. and just didn't ask for permission. Because that was such a staple in like the Batman history, isn't it? The story of the character. You know. Mm. Um, He's just taking his own little twist on it. And then... He, he goes... He says, well, I figured out you're... Bruce Wayne anyway because when I looked at the Batman devastation fund it's all uh, it's not taxpayers who pay for it yeah. it's all Bruce Wayne owned companies yeah. uh, go you're Bruce Wayne I know everything and there's a lot more to the Waynes than I think you're were Bruce uh, and so yeah they go they go meet Mr. Freeze um, to try and get him to help unfreeze the whole of the city he agrees to do it and then that's when the like the G- GTO are like, right, so we've got Jack Napier, we've got Joker, and we've got Batman all working together. We could have a plan here. What should we do? And Batman goes, uh, well, yeah, you may have all my cars. Oh, oh, look at that splash page. All the cars. All the Batmobiles. Um, and then Joker starts to break out. Um, Jack's turning back into the Joker. Yeah, and... Batman's first one to just come over and be like, no, no, this isn't happening, you are not... Um, but uh, he says, like, yeah, I am going to turn to Joker at some point. So Batman says, well, he then he's riding with me. Yeah. Because I don't trust him with anyone else. Ride along. And then one of my favourite lines, everyone grab a Batmobile. Yeah. <laughs> everyone grab... I was like, oh! <laughs> That's the shit dreams are made of. Which Batmobile would you have picked? I know I was said it before, it was the best one, the 89 Batmobile, mm. but which one would I Practicality-wise, I mean, try and drive that bus. Well, well, <laughs> uh, which one would I pick? It's yeah. the one you have in your mantle, yeah. sir. You know 66 what? Batman. Dude, the same for me. Because imagine how cool that would be just to drive. Like, yeah, 89 Batmobile, cool as fuck, but that fucker ain't practical. No. Do you know what I mean? No, no. <laughs> but that, oh my God, the classic 66 Batmobile, that one. Drive like a dream, wouldn't it? I don't know. I'd I'd love it if I could. And you, it's, yeah, I just love it. <laughs> um, yeah. So Batman even agrees that he's going to hang up the cowl. Well, yeah. at least reveal who he is. Yeah. Uh, after all this is done, he agrees. He's been out out of it. This scene here, where you get everyone in a Batmobile. Or yeah. Is it, is it in the next issue? Or is no, it it's one? here as well. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's here as well. Um, and then I like just like again this final page. Batman telling Joker, you need to go after her, why me? You can get inside her head, she doesn't want Napier, so stall her by pretending to be the Joker. And he goes, there's only one problem, I won't be pretending! <laughs> <laughs> and I love Batman's face here, it's yeah, like, his face. fuck's sake! He's <laughs> like gritted teeth. Yeah. Oh, He's so good with his expressions too, Murphy. Yeah, like, he is very he's, good at he's them. He's very like, his, his work can be quite shadowy and scratchy at times. But he emotes really well, mm. and that's a very rare thing to have because you'll have someone like Jock who does do very sort of abstract, shadowy work, 
and is very minimalistic on the faces, but he does a great job. No, yeah. yeah. Uh, so then we went on to... Uh, have you done issue seven? That was issue seven. Oh, was that issue seven? That was issue seven. That was the penultimate. Yeah. Okay, uh, issue eight. Issue eight. <laughs> I've got to be careful not to fold any pages. Um, so, here Mid we are. condition, that one, boy. I know. Um, <laughs> so then he starts... Like, this brilliant gets to see the Joker in the Batmobile with Batman. Batman, by the way, look, like, he just looks so annoyed. <laughs> like, fucking hell! It's not so much, there's no fear, there's no, it's not rage. Yeah. It's more just like, uh, the cheeky bastard has become the Joker in my Batmobile. And he's like, I always wondered why it was like in here. Very dark, very gloomy, very you. Could use an air freshener though. Sandalwood. I love it. I absolutely love it. It's a great humour in this book. Um, I also love, he does have his little digs at, like, he did say on that uh, podcast that I listened to an interview with him on. Um, oh, did you listen to the Batforce radio? Yeah, I did. Well? Yeah. I liked, he did say, um, he did say, like, he didn't want to rip it too much into new Harley because he knows people do like her. Yeah. But like he me. <laughs> yeah, but he couldn't help it with a couple of lines oh, like yeah, this yeah. one. Hot like, topic, yeah. hey, I want to show that cosplay Jokerette how to swallow all of her teeth. <laughs> um, and then, oh, I always thought this was quite a dark line, and it's clever that then Batman can't react to it because Bane kicks in. But he goes, "So how about a one-hour truce? Just think of me as one of your Robins." Oh, I always, I always thought that cuts deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very, very deep. Um, so yeah, then you have like you said the pages of all the Batmobiles, oh. um, all taking on all the bad guys. Yeah, like every single bad guy is like honestly, it's total fan service. Yeah, total fan service. Um, oh, OG Harley using a hammer. Yeah, mallet. It's so cool. Yeah, uh, fucking uh, Croc gets. I assume he's dead. Yeah, <laughs> he just gets shot to shit in the mm. stomach. Um. Then, yeah, they fire the newest Batmobile from the uh, Nolan films. Tumbler. Tumbler, that's it. Fire the Tumbler right into the ice cannon. Which is great, because that's how it was described to be used in the in the Nolan films. Yeah. Because it was like a built for the military, like a tank, so it could jump across ravines. And they've actually, you know, he's actually used that in this comic, and it's brilliant. Um, and then Poison Ivy's up there to ready to stop Batgirl. But she's like, no, I brought someone with me. And I love this. He goes, sorry, I'm all out of ice puns. Yeah, As brilliant. Mr. Freeze. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's perfect. Um, I think I'm smiling like shit. The whole, I'm smiling yeah. now. Yeah. Like, uh, everything in this. Like, yeah. the the Batman driving a Batmobile with Joker on the front of it going, you wanted the Joker. Yeah. <laughs> It's amazing. Yeah, it's such a great last issue. This oh, absolutely knocks it out of the park. And then Clayface appears, and like <laughs> Joker's like, oh, sh- oh shit, I forgot. How much do you remember? And it's like Joker. It's ap- <laughs> everything is going off. Um, he says he's coming after you, and Joker just goes, no shit, world's greatest detective. Huh? <laughs> it's so good. I, the Joker is so likeable in this. Yeah, he's so yeah. likeable. Um, um, and then so he gets he gets control back again. Um, they go. Batman obviously gives him the Batman beyond goes go go because obviously Clayface is going to try and kill a Joker. Uh, he can't have that happening. Uh, and then there comes this chase scene where Neo Joker and the and the Batmobile are oh god 
uh, Neo Joe from the Batmobile are flying along, and he's like, we're never going to make it through that gap he's like, uh, because of what she's doing, but you will. And he says, like, I love you, pudding. Now get out of here. And does and gets the bike to come out of the Batmobile, yeah. and there's a big explosion, and then this is when Harley turns. She loses her shit. OG Harley turns. I also like how they both say, like, how they both react. So OG Harley shouts Jack. Origin- uh, the other Harley shouts Sarcastic. Joker. Yeah, yeah. So they definitely, it, it is yeah. clear who they are, seeing who they believe in. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of devastation happening, but they reverse the ice cannon, so everyone starts heating up. So yeah, he's, Batman saves Jack, which is a weird thing to say. Batman saves Jack Napier. Um, the Harleys chase each other with OG Harley really coming close to committing murder, uh, sticking, jabbing a knife in her, and actually going to go for... Oh, my God. There we go. Everybody that was waiting all this podcast for me to break wind, there you go. That was for you Field Mouse. Um, that one was for you, Field Mouse. Oh, God. I, that, that better not come over here. Um, and then, yeah, luckily she finds it just in time Jack's alive, so she doesn't kill her. But she definitely would have. Like, it's so implied. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah. There's no subtlety. Definitely would have. They run back. They're so happy that he's willing to give himself up, go to jail, but they've given him a nicer jail cell. Um, which I think is because... Now, Joker said something like he discovered himself or found himself in jail, in that cell, and they still haven't explained that completely. And I think that we're doing this... Harley's behind the cell as well to try and stop whatever it is. Because yeah. it says it at the end as well. I think he says something like, what does Joker find that cell and Harley won't repeat? Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. So I think the cell, again, is... Harley's in control of this yeah. entire thing, by the way. All the men are puppets. Yeah. Um, and they do the lovely thing where they get married with Batman at the wedding. <laughs> Batman and Commissioner Gunn at the wedding of Jack Napier. And also, have you noticed who's conducting the ceremony? That is a very real likeness to Sean Murphy himself. Oh, is it? Yeah, he looks just like that. Brilliant. And he actually admitted that, yeah, I drew myself. I married the Joker and Harley. Um, or did the Joker and Harley get married? That's the thing. That's the big question here. Or did she marry Jack? I know, because it's him who comes out going, yeah. I do. That is that is terrifying. That It's cool, though. It's, I, I like the fact that he's got blood on his face and hands because he's been coughing up blood. Yeah. But, out of context, that's so sinister. Yeah, yeah. Um, Neo Joker is in jail down the hall, smiling, because she's just heard, obviously, Jack's release. Batman finally reads a letter that Alfred left, giving him some closure. Um, Duke goes on with Harley to finish what Jack tried to start, but in the doing it on the straight and narrow, helping support the damage that's been done, building libraries and stuff. And then, yeah, finally, Batman confronts... Um, Harley, who again, she admits she's like, I know you're there. It's like, you're the only person I can't sneak up on. How, why? Yeah. Um, I think it really gives loads to Harley this, this entire run. Yeah, it's really clever the way that they carry, he character built, he character develops with so many characters in this. It's just it's so cleverly done, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. And, and she says, like, I could see that you're both going down a really dark path and I have to stop it. Um, there you go. And he says, before Napier reverted, he said something about his old cell, about discovering the Joker in that cell. What did he mean? And she just goes, I don't know. And then she goes, do you really think Napier's gone? And then she just gives a little glance and then walks in, walks uh, walks away. And then the final few panels, Gordon and 
Gordon and Bruce, well, Gordon Batman face to face, having it out a little bit, not aggressively, but just having it out to just like go, right, I should have done more. I should give the police more of my equipment to help. And he's like, I know, don't worry about it. I should have been more strict on you um, and told you to give us more equipment. And then he reveals himself to He reveals Gordon. his identity. Yeah. But most importantly, it's the only way you'll ever really trust me. So he reveals himself. And um, we don't see Gordon's reaction. Yeah. We don't know how Gordon reacted. And it'll be interesting to think how a sequel would work. Yeah. Sean Murphy has dropped a few hints that there will possibly be a sequel. Like I say, this book has been such a runaway hit. I don't think DC expected it at all. No. You know, it, it's been outselling Amazing Spider-Man. That's how good this book has been. The thing is, like, I don't know why they didn't think this, because all I heard, I remember, I mean, I'm going to feel like I'm going back now, but all I heard was some, you saying, there's a new comic coming out called White Knight, and it's if the Joker um, turned good. And that was all I needed to hear. Yeah. That was all, I, I had half the story was in my head already. Yeah, so then Batman's the bad guy. Um, I was going, well, is it an Elseworlds story where the Joker took on the mantle originally? Oh, is it? So it's immediately got my intrigue, and the story is that good. And I don't understand how they didn't see this coming. Yeah, amazing. I think we can both agree that we yeah. loved it equally. Yeah, equally, ten <laughs> yeah. out of ten. Yeah, ten out of ten. No, not even a question. Ten out of ten on every part: art, paneling, writing, dialogue, uh, character script, development, story, everything. Yeah, fan service. Oh, Who would have thought it that like? I mean, if you're a Batman fan. And you think that there can't be any new life breathed into these characters that have been around for so long? You are wrong because you need to read this. Yeah. If you're tired, sick and tired of the old status quo, if you don't like Tom King's Batman run, this is the one for you. Yeah. You know. Definitely. Um, definitely. Oh, can you read those points you were talking yes, about? To wrap up, um, I'm going to read out some uh, ground rules that. Sean Murphy, our Lord and Saviour, has recently tweeted. So he says that, number one, when someone dies, they stay dead, period. So, Croc's dead. In the Murphyverse, that is the first rule. Alfred is dead as well. Number two, every book comes out on time. (laughs) Oh, sick burn. Number three, no narration balloons unless it's a voiceover in a flashback. Now that's a great rule. What, what's a narration balloon? Something that Scott Snyder always is that the, does. Is that that little box? Yeah, the box has... with like telling you what's going yeah, on. Yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. I, I, I complained about that on, on Metal. <laughs> yeah. I said, what happened to thought bubbles? Yeah. People thinking or speaking. Yeah, no, so I'm with you. I, I really like that rule. I think it's it works a pet s- peeve of mine. It works on some things. Mm. Like we did, I, we did talk about on Iron Man 3 in the, on the, in the third Iron Man, is it? Um, when it yeah, but opened, that's a movie. Yeah, but what in we a, liked about comic. the narration, the, him narrating it, it reminded us of comics. Yeah, but so it's 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 that's a touch and go. I'll let him have okay. one. I'll let him have one. I like that. I think it's a sly dig at Scott Snyder. To be honest, I think it's all a sly dig <laughs> so far. Number four: no excessive amounts of variance to burden comic shops. At most, there will be two: the main cover and the variant for the super passionate collector. Awesome rule. Yeah, you know. He, he did both covers for all of these, didn't he? Yeah, 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 he did every cover. Number five, there will be at least one awesome vehicle in each book. Because <laughs> <laughs> he loves drawing cars. 
Number six. No complicated tie-ins to any other series or events. White Knight will be easy to get into, whether you read comics or not. Yeah, totally agree. Totally Our Lord and Saviour, yeah. Sean Murphy, has spoken, and that's it. Do you think that's why I remember the head of DC coming out saying that what they planned to do was more singularity stories, more single, straight-up stories, that ones that didn't intertwine? Because I always remember thinking that's a dig at Marvel. But then maybe he'd seen stuff like this was coming out and being like, I can say that. I can Possibly. See. But yeah, all together, mate, I so much enjoyed reading this. I've been dying to talk to you about it for ages. And I just Same. had so much fun just looking back through it now. Yeah, what a blast. Yeah, I cannot complain. Yeah, so I guess that about wraps it up for this episode of Chris's Comics. Thank you all for listening. Um, and thanks for joining me, Job. Yeah, as usual. If you pick stuff like this, I'll happily join you. <laughs> hmm, I think the signal's up next. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, so um, please be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Go to the website www.tortnady.uk. Check out all of our vlogs, blogs, and other podcasts there. Where can they find you on the internet, Job? Oh, just find me uh, at JBDirtStar on Instagram or at ProJub on Twitter. You can find me on Instagram at Chris J Wakefield and Twitter Chris Wakefield Zero. I have been Chris. I've been Jay. And we've been talking nerdy. Talk nerdy to me. Talk nerdy to me.